Hey, this is Kendall Core, and you're listening to That Much Further West podcast.
Welcome back into That Much Further West, the podcast. My name is Eric. I'm Phil. And uh, Mike's out this time. Mike, hope you're getting better. And uh, we have very special guests in here, Kendall Kaur. How are you? Thanks for having me. Right on. An awesome record coming out here real soon. Uh, you must be just bristling with excitement getting ready to put this thing out. Yeah. I can't wait until it gets out to the world. It's been in the deep, dark closet for too long. Right on. When do you think this initially started for you? Like, we were talking about this earlier off the air. You were talking about this is a stretch of time, pulling stuff out of the closet. How far back does this go for you? Um, these collection of songs, I think, were written like three, four years ago. That's yeah. kind of when it started. Uh-huh. And um, we recorded the record a year ago. So it's been um, a process, but... I think everyone experiences that at some point, especially sure. when you're first starting out. I think it's it's taken not as long as I thought to get here, so that's cool. <laughs> right yeah. That first song we heard was Sweet Champagne. I think it's the top of the record, right? Yeah. What a cool tune. And um, I think it's got a, a lot of, uh, <coughs> you know, just the sort of general feel of the whole of the whole record has a real uh, unified feel that way. It's... Mm-hmm. Kind of dark and and uh, and goth Americana, you know, mm. is a way to describe it. And I think of a lot of my favorite writers when I s- listen to it. So, um, you know, congrats! It's really cool. Love Thank that you. cello in there. Yeah, yeah that's that, Alexis that Mahler. It, yeah, that on gives cello. it that brooding feel. Mm. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now, where did you record the record? At Hollowed Halls in Portland, Oregon, with Justin Phelps. Uh, he recorded us and mixed the record, and. Um, yeah, and it features some really talented people. Yeah, right on. I know uh, it seems like a lot of bands have been recording there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen some cool video coming out of there, too. Um, yeah, how was your experience there? It's a really neat place. Yeah. what's um, a, It's kind of like, it looks like, I don't know, like a either like a church or a banquet hall. I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's an old library. Oh, okay, cool. Oh. Yeah, that they converted into... Um, a recording studio. Right it's on. A, it's an incredible space. You should really go there. Big high Check ceilings and like mm. and natural light. Wow. Mm-hmm. Lots of windows. That must be hard to record in. It sounds so good in there though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Where is that joint? Is that like off of Foster? Mm-hmm. Okay. Off of Foster and like 60th ish. <laughs> right Super cool. I saw that Charlotte Crook stuff was recorded there when she put out some video from there Mm. it was the first time i kind of got a look inside that place it was really cool right on so so you were mentioning some of the players who's who's on the record so we have alexis mahler on cello taylor kingman on lead electric guitar who and bass and then david lipkin oh who on harmonica (laughs) um and buddy weeks on percussion awesome Mm -hmm. Right on. Well, is and and you have a big show coming up. Is this the band that's going to play? Or yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. We're wow, going to have the full band plus some. Nice. You know, so usually Alexis Mahler will play bass with us live and um, sing harmonies, um, but this time around she'll be doing harmony and cello, and then Perfect. a good friend of mine, Anne Harrop, will be doing bass. Right on. Oh. Yeah. Not you. Not me. That's uh, not my other Anne Marie friend. <laughs> <laughs> sure, a lot of Anne Marie's around lately. <laughs> Kendall, are you a Portland native? Or are you from here? Uh, no. Um, 
I've been here since I was like 17. Um, so I feel like I grew up here. Uh, I went back to Santa Ana where I'm originally from and, um, uh, went to community college there for a little bit and stayed with my grandma and my parents. Um, but yeah, um, I was living with my cousin here for a while when I was 17 and always had a plan to come back here because, um, I come from a somewhat oppressive place. Um, I just never really felt comfortable being myself and Portland was the first place that I really felt comfortable being like queer and free. Yeah. Right <laughs> so, on. Yeah. Nice. So okay. you found a home. That's yes. Nice. First home. Right on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some cool friends and, and, and people to work with you on your music. So mm-hmm. when did your music start for you? Um, well, as a child, I've always loved to sing. And I would uh, spend a lot of time alone because I was an only child and my parents were divorced most of my life. They remarried later, but that's another story. (laughs) Um, But yeah, as a kid, I'd spend a lot of time by myself and didn't have television or many books. Um, I had like classical composer CDs and like two pop tapes. So I would just listen to those like over and over again and then just sing melodies and... um, Yeah. Uh, And then when I was about 15, I really started focusing on writing compositions on the piano and um, was able to like record them on tape or like on my laptop or on the computer or whatever. And that was like me first experiencing like the the process of um, intentional songwriting. Right. And then around 17, I got a guitar and just like taught myself since then right on completely self-taught yeah but like um i took music theory uh-huh. in high school sure a lot and um took piano classes yeah that's a big rounder there yeah and um i was in choir yeah. growing up so i feel like i have music knowledge but definitely taught myself like how to hold chords yeah so i might do things not the correct way <laughs> <laughs> but it w- still works for me so oh excellent <laughs> right on i feel like in the last couple of years too uh i've been as i've gotten to know you and met you and seeing you on facebook uh i was kind of watching this transformation of you like you were posting little clips of like hey check out this riff i figured out right and it was really cool and you're having fun artistically with friends and posting things and and now all of a sudden seeing your album come out, right? And and yeah. doing the show at Mississippi Studios. So you must be really proud of that. Yeah. yeah. I'm I think recording in the studio gave me a whole new level of courage. Cool. Um before that I just didn't really have very much confidence like performing out or like sharing my songs. I was just kind of very private about it. And then if I were to get drunk around a fire, then I would break <laughs> them out. Perfect. But like <laughs> rarely did I um, try to perform until like a few years ago. Well, good for yeah. you. Excellent. Well, would you like to do a song for us right now? Sure. Excellent. I'll play a new one cool. called Fickle Hearts. So 
someone who is incapable of meeting me halfway there. I'm so tired of giving blank stares to those fickle, to those fickle hearts. So that's something brand new. I don't see that title on the record. It's not. On, it didn't make it on the record, sadly, because yeah. it would have yeah. fit so well. Yeah. But yeah, I just kind of finished it right after we got out sure. of the studio. Yeah, inspirations <laughs> flowing, or like, boom, I'm gonna knock another one out. Yeah, but we cool. play it out live all the time. Sure, mm-hmm. great song. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Kendall. That's great. Thanks. Yeah, Kendall, do you do other types of writing? Do you write poetry or prose or? Yes. Definitely. <laughs> I'm interested in knowing more about that because um, listening to your music, I feel like um, there's a real poetic notion of it. And there, uh, the way the sort of the emotional edge of poetry can be, mm-hmm. it kind of pours into your stuff. Uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, just kind of how one day you decided to just kind of start letting this stuff go? Yeah. Well, I've been writing poetry since elementary school. Uh, was really into writing poetry. My mom is a poet, and so I just kind of got exposed through that. Um, but, uh, yeah, after college, I studied photography in college and art theory. Um, didn't, I just, 
I only like wrote songs for experimental films and stuff that I made. Um, but yeah, I didn't. So that music writing was different. And then after college, I um, joined this like poetry certificate program and really got super deep into poetry for a couple of years, just writing a lot of more abstract poetry. Um, it kind of moved away from storytelling. And, um, and so then coming back to music, revisiting uh, songwriting in a more storytelling, emotional way, it just felt like, it felt more connective internally for me to, I don't know, to express myself through that rather than like abstract poetry. So I don't really write much abstract poetry anymore. <laughs> okay. Right on. And then like the, the tone of this record, um, are you happy with the way, um, I, I mean, you talk about it in, in, in some of the things you that have been written about your music is that it's generally kind of dark <laughs> and, um, and it, listening to it a bunch uh, before we got on the air, I I thought of Mike and a guy that Mike and I really like. Uh, you ever heard of the band Sixteen Horsepower from from Colorado, or uh, or it's this guy uh, David Eugene Edwards. He's a he's a really cool writer, and he uh, he was in Sixteen Horsepower. His new band is called Woven Hand. If you heard any of that stuff, it's sort of like almost like a male version of what mm. you're doing. I like the, <coughs> well the, the the tapestry of the music is kind of dark and, and mm. cloudy. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is it similar to Leonard Cohen at all? Uh, no, it, it's a little harder edge, a little okay. more Western and <laughs> okay. rocking kind of a thing. I mean, not the genre, but like yeah. his lyricism. Oh, well, I don't I know. know. I guess. I don't you know. know. Leonard Cohen's been... He's sort of iconic. It's hard oh, to... Okay. Yeah. I think we all aspire to that, yes. <laughs> you know. But right, yeah. So Leonard Cohen yeah. then as a big influence. Yes, yeah. I love his poetry and yeah. oh Amazing. my god, imagery, lyricism. Oh, mm -hmm. so brilliant, mm -hmm. so brilliant. I get so excited whenever I hear a song like in some public space. Yeah. You know, it just like captures you immediately wherever you're at. You just yeah, um, it's great. Is so. that sort of what you try to do? You think? Um, Even if it's not trying? Maybe eventually <laughs> later in my life. I hope yeah. my songwriting will get <laughs> to a place like sure. Leonard Cohen. But yeah. right now, I think um, I was for this record, I was really focusing on like um, just traditional song structures so that um, they're kind of like easy to access for listeners because um, before that I wasn't really I was writing songs but they weren't very uh, easy listening okay. structurally you know right on so take more a experimental step back get the hooks yes. in them yeah and then yeah. throw them the curveball yeah <laughs> so and you're I like, just, yeah, yeah I already love Kendall now look what she's given me. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> cool yeah. that's a great idea yeah should we play another one from the record that'd be great yeah let's do that. Sitting outside in the rain, trying to feel no worry or pain. When the weather changed above my head, 
Uh, sitting in the rain from uh, Kendall's new album, Crazy Dog. I'm, I'm actually trying to. <laughs> it fell out. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Kendall, we want to talk about your album release party at Mississippi Studios mm. Sunday, May 13th. Mm. Can't right. wait. Yeah, for the excited. New- it's, Rad. It's gonna be super cool. Oh yeah. And uh, who do you have on the bill with you? We have Maita. Maita. She's going to be debuting her full band. Oh, wow. Mm. Full Maita band. Mm. Huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. <laughs> right on. 
stoked for that. And then we have Sarah Parson. Uh, she was in a band called The Lower 48, and um, she just released her first single, or sorry, her first solo album right. this last year. And uh, she'll be performing with a drummer. Nice. So it'll be a little duo. Sounds yeah. like a great lineup. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. So again, that's uh, Sunday, May 13th, Mississippi Studios. Good times. Mm-hmm. Excellent. You were talking about Leonard Cohen earlier. Obviously an influence. Mm-hmm. Super huge. Uh, and then you sent us three songs that you wanted to talk about yeah. of uh, influences to you that kind of shaped and formed where your songwriting style comes from. Uh, what did you send us? Um, we have Codeine from Buffy St. Marie. And uh, and should I list them all? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Sure. And then we'll just rock them out. And then uh, a song from Jason Molina. Yeah. Um, and PJ Harvey. So, um, yeah. I wanted to ask you about Buffy St. Marie, yeah. who um, seems, you know, her this huge influence on, you know, this string of Americana artists. Um, mm. Allison Rice mm-hmm. had the, a Buffy St. Marie song at the top of her record. I remember seeing Nico Case mm. cover. Buffy St. Marie on Austin City Limits. And Buffy St. Marie still seems kind of this Low key. S- somewhat yeah. obscure, yeah. you know, but heavily influential artist. Yeah. Um, how were you impacted by that? And, you know, and when did you first hear that? Um, yeah, she she's still touring, which I think is very inspiring. Um, and uh, And I just think her whole life, of uh, song making has been a pretty powerful path and journey. And um, yeah, the record that Codeine is on, um, her first recording of it, it just, like her soul intensity just shines through in this way that, um, yeah, you're just along for the ride. And um, yeah, I can see, I can hear her influence a lot in Americana music and uh folk music and i think yeah sadly she's not um widely known i guess um like she's she hasn't become mainstream and maybe it's because of the subject matter of her a lot of her songs Hmm. potentially um i mean what's how can you describe that like the subject matter um well so codeine for instance (laughs) Um, I believe from my research that, um, she was addicted to codeine for a while. Um, and it was prescribed to her just like so many people. Um, and so then you go on this long path of addiction that, um, like the Western medicine has kind of pushed onto you. And so the song is like a really, um, honest, like, uh, account of that. And, um, and yet she overcame it too, um, which is I'm so I'm grateful <laughs> for that because she has had so so much uh, amazing songs come from her life since then. Right on. Yeah. Cool. But I don't know the honesty. I guess. Right. Um, real life experience. It's not like pop songs to just like yeah. make you feel good and not really talk about anything deep. I like the deep stuff. Right. <laughs> like, not let's baby, get real. baby, baby, baby. 
Yeah, yeah. baby is a great word. Right, but, but not like, a bunch of times in a row sung by Yeah, that. baby, let's get deep together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That could be taken so many ways. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can just keep thinking of more things. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's listen to this puppy say we're Perfect. Sounds great. My belly is craving I got a shaking in my head Feel like I'm dying And I wish I was dead If I live till tomorrow That'll be a long time But I really now fall now Rise on codine, and it's real, and it's real one more time. Well, when I was a young girl, I learned not to give up whiskey, and from it, I often did swear.
don't have to live this way while I lived was I a stray black dog while I lived was I a stray black dog while I lived was I anything at all did I I stood beside the ocean, not a single way. Beside the ocean, not a single way. Beside the ocean, not a single way. Not a single thing.
That was a good break. That was a great break. <laughs> Got a lot of energy out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the three songs we just heard were Codeine mm-hmm. from Buffy St. Marie, Alone with the Owl, a solo record by Jason Molina. Mm. Love that song. Right on. And Jason Molina, the former frontman of songs ohio mm. and magnolia electric company mm. yeah two of my favorite bands of all time awesome yes i've and spent a lot of time with his music it's amazing have you mm. right on <laughs> the whole like 10 <laughs> records and 10 days thing that's been going on on facebook mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that magnolia record the one that made add on yeah yeah it, everybody 
like half the people mm-hmm. I know are like this record. Oh, really? Yeah. The, I'm not uh, alone. The yeah. transition record. It's yeah. the Magnolia Electric Company album by Songs Ohio. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, uh, it is it is all of that. Yeah, it it's a gone full tilt. Yeah. Influential record. The one with the mm-hmm. two discs? Yeah. Well is it oh with all the demos? Yes. Yeah, the demos yeah. are pretty cool. I still buy CDs, so I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, y- you have the main record has the guests sing on a couple of yeah. tunes. Um, Scout Niblet. Yes. And the country dude from uh, Indianapolis who's mm-hmm. so cool on uh, mm-hmm. Old Hen. Mm-hmm. That's a rad. And then the demos, you hear Melina sing those songs. and they're So raw. It's cool to hear them that way. Mm-hmm. And then we heard uh, Angeline by PJ Harvey. Mm-hmm. Put some nice alternative rock in there. All right. <laughs> Straight out of the 90s. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. PJ Harvey's like a, a library under herself, you know. She's just yeah. amazing in <coughs> just a ton of ways. Eric, didn't you say you saw PJ Harvey? Yeah, it was mentioned earlier off the air. Uh, uh, Salem Armory, n- not the Armory, the, uh, the fairgrounds. Uh, PJ Harvey opened up for live back in the day <laughs> and it was still it was summertime so she, she was on during the daylight right and uh you know I, I remember i can completely remember the little fish little fish swimming in the water and mm-hmm. it's like still broad daylight it doesn't feel like a concert yet so by the time she finished then live came on and just went for hours and it was really great but yeah, then the sheriff. Of the 90s. Then, then the sheriff showed up. <laughs> so the, the, the fairgrounds are right in the middle of a neighborhood, and they were like they were told the curfew before they started, and and they were like, "Fuck that, we're going past it." Yeah. And then the sheriff walked up, <laughs> hit the switch. Yeah. It was just over. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, "As soon as you're going past that, over. Mm. yeah, that was pretty funny." But seeing PJ was great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she explores so many different sounds. Mm-hmm. And that record, um, Is This Desire, just is a perfect example of like every track is just so different. Um, and so that's really inspiring to me to like not really cage yourself or lock yourself into a single genre even yeah. or um, a specific style. She really pushes the limits with um, what she explores in her songwriting. And I think it's incredible. It's nice talking to you, Kendra, about this stuff because uh, uh, it, 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 it's really to hear you talking about, like, I, I came around to some, like, basic songwriting, which you're talking about with your album now, but there's so much more in you that you want to do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, you want to explore that poetry or explore those sounds. Yeah. We should be expecting a lot more from you in the future, I'm assuming. Yeah, I have. I've been exploring um, some really interesting... Uh, sound in uh, new songs that I've been writing, uh, kind of exploring an operatic uh, side of my voice that I haven't really used very much. And um, so that's been a really fun process to like train myself, like train my vocals even more, like writing songs that are difficult to sing and then like practicing, practicing to the point where I'm actually able to like sing and do the thing that like I hear in my head. Awesome. I need to backtrack and apologize for calling you Kendra. <laughs> <laughs> it happens so often. <laughs> and oh as soon as it left my lips and you were talking, I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I know her much better than this, Kendall. It's I'm all right, so Aaron. sorry. We're, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Perfect. <laughs> good balance there. 
Opera's not easy. Mm. And is, is that something you've been practicing? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Been yeah. How to like incorporate it too, and just like a yeah, that's kind difficult. of a yeah. That's why PJ Harvey's really inspiring, sure. and Bjork. Like course, they yeah. explore their voices in just like a depth that I don't hear from a lot of singers. They're not afraid to like do something that might sound a little off or different. You know, it's yeah. I don't know. It's um, it's art. Keep stuff interesting and yeah. contemporary and yeah. and, it's and dangerous. Unique to yourself. Yeah, yeah. dangerous. It is. Yeah, it, they, yeah. They don't need to be fearless. You know? Know? Yes. That power and mm-hmm. fearlessness is beautiful. Yeah, good for you. Right on. You got another tune to play for us? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Talking about powerless and fearlessness. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to sing a song from the record. Perfect. Um, yeah. And this came from a place, I guess, of um, overcoming fear. Um, uh after uh it was written before i got diagnosed with a chronic illness and um but i had a lot of fear when writing the song but it allowed me to like process it and kind of like um yeah move move on so yeah the song's called nowhere and it's on uh, the record crazy gog thank you Touching your skin You were left cold and alone I've looked for answers But there are none At all I'm not here I'm not there I'm not here I'm
my words cry to the sky as the sun melts my eyes, turning my tears to embers in the night, putting an end to this fire. I'm not here. song thanks great stuff rad <laughs> right on <laughs> <laughs> tremendous so um mm. with the record coming out you're gonna play some summer shows you're gonna tour it what are you thinking oh man uh well i'm kind of putting this record out myself on uh on a like a little startup independent label called right accordion Accordium Records. Um, it means the hearts in Latin. And so my intention is to have like an artist collective, um, a collectively run label and um, just have us like all work together. So that's in the future. But okay. yeah, for now, um, putting this record out all on my own has just involved like a lot of work. And so I haven't had time to plan any tours for the summer but um there might be a couple festivals that i might play i don't know for sure yet and um i'd like to go on a little mini tour through washington that's that's a goal <laughs> i like it up there yeah Washington's got some great venues and uh especially seattle mm -hmm. um some killer places to play all through the state so mm -hmm. right on um <coughs> and now, you're going to have the whole band for the Mississippi show? Yeah. Right on. And are you guys rehearsing? Do you rehearse a lot with those guys? Yeah. Um, we usually play like once a month in Portland mm -hmm. as a full band. Um, but yeah. Um, and then I play solo like maybe a couple times a month. And I'll have a guest uh, musician play with me sometimes. Dave Lipkin played with me uh, last week. Uh, for an ear trumpet lab show, oh. speakeasy show, it was really cool. Oh, right on. Mm. Yeah, it was a cool time. Nice. And anything special for the Mississippi show other than the <coughs> switching up the bass with Alexis and? Yeah, yeah. It'll just be even more full mm -hmm. than usual. Like we kind of bring a really intense heaviness to our shows. Like every show just gets heavier. Yeah. Which is kind of amazing to All just. Right. Uh, get that out i think it's a really it's good therapy once yeah. a month to play with the band um sure. but yeah i think we'll have even more um like it'll just sound fuller um and yeah involving different elements that you hear in the record 
Um, so yeah. Excellent. Kendall, it's been a real pleasure having you down here. Thank you so much. And we want to remind everybody, uh, Sunday, May 13th, Mississippi Studios. You were talking earlier about maybe an earlier start. What what time is somebody taking the stage? Oh, uh, the show starts at 8. 8? Mm-hmm. Right. Music starts at 8. Music down at 8. Yeah. And then... Oh, yeah. Um, are you are you doing a gig at Music Millennium? Yeah. Well, shortly after Mississippi, um, cool. on the 15th, we'll... Uh, I'll be playing in uh, in store performance. Oh, fantastic! Um, and then that's where, like, you can get the CD and vinyl at yeah. our sh- at our release show. But at Music Millennium, um, they'll be uh, distributing our CDs and vinyl for us, so you can purchase that there too. And that shows at six. And then uh, on May eleventh, um, you will be able to download and stream the full album on all those uh, streaming sites. Perfect. So yeah, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Terry Courier. Yeah. For the Music Millennium. That's a rite of passage right there. Fantastic. Good for you. Yeah, Terry's great. Yeah, he's the best. I love that shop. I buy all my stuff there. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> well done. And Portland, you all should go do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before we sign out here, you definitely want to make sure we're talking about uh, the podcast. There was something you wanted to mention earlier, Philly. Yeah, um, if you're enjoying the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, they tell us that it's really uh, important that we get good reviews. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, Give it a bunch of likes. Yeah. But just or pretend like you like it. If you could scribble a note that says uh, this is a good show. We, I think we've had one guy say something nice about us on and, iTunes. And it was our engineer, really nice. Rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he got, that's how yeah. he got hired. Shoom. <laughs> All right. Right, Give so us a five star. You can come in. But yeah, listen to us. Uh, you know your favorite streaming services, which uh, it's been fun getting up there. Yeah. And then um, there's always uh, a little, um, some words that go with a. You know, at our at our website, we have some uh, you know posts that kind of add a little context to the conversation all the time. So um, I'm stealing these tricks from the Cocaine and Rhinestones podcast, which I just started listening to, and it's fantastic. <laughs> and uh, if you guys get a chance to check it out, you'll want to. And the guy does a good job of sort of aw shucks plugging the thing at the end. Right. And I'm copying his whole bit. Nice. Right. So give us a nice review if you would. We'd yeah. appreciate it. And uh, we also need to thank uh, Secret Art Park Hot Sauce. We do. For being a sponsor to this, as always. I want to thank Local Hero Media for really helping us uh, get Kendall down here and uh, and and help us organize what has been a fantastic what she does night and all the Shooting beautiful the photos. photos. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Damn straight. Yep. So, you're definitely going home with some Aardvark hot sauce. Oh, yes. Thank you. A couple eggs stickers on the mor- in the morning. Yeah, perfect. It's mm-hmm. perfect on eggs, yeah. Oh, uh, let's plug Vortex magazine. Let's give her one of those too. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just because we just can. Just because yeah, I saw <laughs> one over there. And Vortex is hey, our Vortex. friend and honestly, um, when this comes out, um, they're going to help us plug it. So we want to plug them back, yeah. Um, I'm looks like I'm gonna. Steak. I'm supposed to uh, review the Tyler Childers show for them, and Chad, who's that here guy? in the room, is gonna cool shoot hat, it that night. So Chad from <laughs> Fluff and Gravy Records, another one of our great sponsors, the Fluff and Gravy Records. Chad Lanning the from two Fluff and Gravy fabulous new records out by Jamie Stillway and Jason McHugh. Puff You'll want to check gravy. both of those. <laughs> 
That's the next show, yes. Kendall. We're not doing shrimps tonight, but the next one for sure. I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right before we leave that out That's of here. not happening tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No shrimps you were here now. But I look forward then. to listening to it later. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, just come back and participate. You don't have to get to the microphone. <laughs> just come have some shrimps. I'll just watch and like take photos of you all. <laughs> Everybody just went green. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, Rich Westblatt. Thank you for the sound engineering, buddy. Really Thanks, appreciate Rich. you. Killing yeah, job so tonight, Richard. Excellent. Thank you. Cool. Um, let's play uh, the title cut on our way out here from Kendall Core's fabulous new record, Crazy Dog. Here it is. Kendall, thank you. Thank you. Spinning around with my head to the ground, crazy dog. Loneliness ain't something to miss, my friend. Nothing makes sense but this moment I'm in, crazy dog. Remember those times when I fell down and cried. i 